Deborah and Barak. We now come to the seventh book of the Old Testament, which takes its name from the title of the men who ruled Israel during the period from Joshua to Samuel. And these are called Judges. It's important, however, to bear in mind that their principal function was not to judge as such, but was rather that of being military deliverers to the oppressed Hebrews. As we saw earlier, the Hebrews very soon fell away from the zeal with which they promised to keep God's commandments in the time of Joshua, and they did in fact become corrupted and influenced by the people surrounding them. As they did not destroy all of the Canaanites as God had commanded, and became influenced and corrupted by them, then God in his turn used the Canaanites in order to chastise the uh, Israelites and to bring them back to himself. This book gives the history of the Israelites a, at a period which it's impossible to assign exact dates. There were several judges However, we do not know very much about the details of the lives of many of them. The best known to us are Deborah and Barak, Gideon, Jephthah, and Samson. They exercised supreme power over the Israelites, but they could not change established laws. They were guided by the declarations of the high priest and were raised up by God to promote the observance of religion and to defend God's people. And this defense of God's people was their essential function. And therefore God raised them up only when there was some imminent danger which God willed to, a, uh, to aid the Israelites in warding off. So we mustn't imagine that the judges were uh, a group of people who succeeded each other one after another. No, they were raised up whenever, a, uh, whenever they were needed. As we saw earlier, the, uh, the tribes of Israel were, had been assigned their own territories by, a, um, by Joshua, and they tended to live rather independent lives. But when one or other of them were in danger, then it behoved the others, of course, to come to, uh, the, to their defence. Therefore, we must see that the Israelites were then at this stage not really a unified people, but rather a loose alliance of, of quasi-independent administrations, which, of course, was a weakness. The book of Judges tells us the story of Deborah and Barak in the following manner. Deborah, of course, is one of the greatest uh, female figures of the Old Testament. It's rare that a woman was raised up to the defence of the nation in the manner in which Deborah was. And the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them up into the hands of Jabin, king of Canaan, who reigned in Assal. And he had a general of his army named Sisera, and he dwelt in Harasheth of the Gentiles. And the children of Israel cried to the Lord, for he had nine hundred chariots set with scythes, and for twenty years had grievously oppressed them. 
And there was at that time Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Labadoth, who judged the people. And she sat under a palm tree, which was called by her name between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for all judgment. And she sent and called Barak, the son of Abinoam, out of Achades in Neptali. And she said to him, The Lord God of Israel hath commanded thee, Go, and lead an army to Mount Tabor, and thou shalt take with thee ten thousand fighting men of the children of Neptali and of the children of Zabulon. And I will bring unto thee, in the place of the torrent Chisholm, Chisera, the general of Jabin's army, and his chariots, and all his multitude, and will deliver them into thy hand. And Barak said to her, If thou wilt come with me, I will go. If thou wilt not come with me, I will not go. She said to him, I will go indeed with thee, but at this time the victory shall not be attributed to thee, because Sisera shall be delivered into the hand of a woman. Deborah therefore arose and went with Barak to Chedus, and he called unto him Zabalon and Neptali, and went up with ten thousand fighting men, having Deborah in his company. And it was told Sisera that Barak, the son of Abimonim, had gone up to Mount Tabor, and he gathered together his nine hundred chariots armed with scythes, and all his army from Harisheth of the Gentiles to the torrent Chison. And Deborah said to Barak, Arise, for this is the day wherein the Lord hath delivered Sisera into thy hands. Behold, he is thy leader. And Barak went down from Mount Tabor, and ten thousand fighting men with him. And the Lord struck a terror into Sisera, and all his chariots, and all his multitude, with the edge of the sword. At the sight of Barak, insomuch that Sisera, leaping down from off his chariot, fled away on foot. And Barak pursued after the fleeing chariots and the army, unto Harasheth of the Gentiles, and all the multitude of the enemies was utterly destroyed. But Sisera, fleeing, came to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heba the Shenite, and there was peace between Jabin, the king of Esau, and the house of Heber the Sinite. And Jael went forth to meet Sisera, and said to him, Come in to me, my lord, come in, fear not. And he went into her tent, and being covered by her with a cloak, said to her, Give me, I beseech thee, a little water, for I am very thirsty. She opened a bottle of milk, and gave him to drink, and covered him. And Sisera said to her, Stand before the door of the tent, and when any shall come and inquire of thee, saying, Is there any man here? Thou wilt say, There is none. So Jael, Heba's wife, took a nail of the tent, and taking also a hammer, and going in softly and with silence, she put the nail upon the temples of his head, and striking it with the hammer, drove it through his brain fast into the ground. And so passing from deep sleep, to death, he fainted away and died. And behold, Barak came pursuing after Sisera, and Jael went out to meet him, and said to him, Come, and I will show thee the man whom thou seekest. And when he came into a tent, he saw Sisera lying dead, and the nail fastened in his temples. So God that day humbled Jabin the king of Canaan before the children of Israel, who grew daily stronger, and with a mighty hand 
overpowered Jabin, king of Canaan, till they quite destroyed him. In this book of, uh, uh, of Judges and the story of uh, Deborah, we can see again another figure of, a, uh, of God's uh, power in delivering his chosen people from their enemies. And in Deborah, of course, it's not hard to see a figure of the Blessed Virgin Mary. She who strengthens even the timorous and the weak and the fearful friends of God. See how a uh, Barak, who was although called by God, was not prepared, was too fearful to live up to the call, to live up to the vocation which she had been given by Almighty God, to such a degree that he said that he would not go to the battle unless Deborah came with him. And only then could he feel assured of the victory. And so it is with us timorous souls who need necessarily call upon a, uh, a call upon the help of a woman, a call upon the help of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And therefore, indeed, the victory, as it could not be ascribed to Barak after all, but rather a, uh, that the victory would come through the hands of a woman, and not of Deborah herself, but rather of Jael, we can see how it's through the power of God and through the intercession and the power of the Blessed Virgin Mary that we ourselves shall conquer our enemies, our spiritual enemies. And some commentators see in this uh, extraordinary action of jail, a, uh, putting the nail through the head of Sisera, a, uh, a figure of the fulfilment of the prophecy that the woman should crush the head of the demon. <laughs>